0: On this episode of Humans with Hans, I talk with Naomi from Denmark as we discuss the differences between the U.S. and Denmark in dating and relationship building. Welcome back to Humans with Hans. I'm Hans, your host, and today I am joined by Naomi Hall. I, a recent friend that I just recently met, uh, actually at the time of this recording, it's October, uh, at the time of this release, I don't know when it will be released, but, um, I met Naomi last Friday, a friend, Grayson specifically, who I think is episode 21. Go back and listen to him if you haven't. He knew I hadn't gone on a date in a while (laughs) and felt bad for me. And so he set up this opportunity. I got to meet Naomi, super funny, super outgoing, was a great time meeting her, and now she's on the podcast. So it was all worth it, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, <laughs> apart from... You, for, you forgot to mention the part where you said, I'm going to regret this night, and it's not because of you, Naomi, but <laughs> I'm going to regret this <laughs> night. <laughs> and that was... I think that really solidified the friendship. Yeah. That you it, said you were going to regret it. Right,
0: and that was because... I was postponing a midterm that I had to take, and I ended up taking the midterm. I haven't gotten the score back yet, but I didn't feel great about the midterm. But it's all right, because I got a podcast episode out of (laughs) (laughs) it. So anyways, um, Naomi, for the listeners that don't know you personally, where you're from, where you're at in life, give us a little background.
1: I am Naomi from Denmark. Um, that's kind of my big thing. I'm Danish and I speak Danish, not Dutch for those listeners that think that. Right. Um, and I am a junior at BYU studying environmental science and sustainability. And I have a bunch of plants at home.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. Big plant girl.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and you're friendly. You know, you're... you're... You're constantly talking to people. Uh, A little funny story for the listeners. When I first met Naomi, she was sharing about how she talks to the internet scammers on Facebook and Instagram that reach (laughs) out to her. And she's talking, she shared stories about how uh, there's these guys from Pakistan and Africa that (laughs) DM her regularly that she maintains contact with. Um, And so, yeah, maybe give a little background on on that, if just oh, yeah. for the listeners, before we hop into the real meat of, of the episode.
1: Yes, and it's actually really good timing because someone today, a new guy today, <laughs> new guy. messaged and said, hello, Sister Naomi, I'm patient from D. <laughs> He's only from D. And I said, hello. And he said, I'm patient. And from DR Congo, could I please be friend of you? I right. said, okay, why do you want to be friends with me? Just to discuss with you, and if possible, to send gospel publications. Oh, wow. And then here's um, my little pitch for being a member missionary <laughs> Can I send gospel publications to you? He said, Yes, you can. And wow. that is our conversation today. And
0: it could blossom.
1: It could. It could turn into something good. <laughs> um, uh, who knows? I might just book a plane to go see him, see patient from D. <laughs> But
0: yeah, that'd be fun. You'd become a world traveler if you visited all the different places that scammers message you from, right? Turns out
1: they're all the same guy, and it's just this guy in Utah. Yeah.
0: Who's catfishing you.
1: Yeah, because he knows I'm a soft spot for African men that message me.
0: So that's special. I'm glad that you can have that connection with people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, going into this podcast, I was talking to you. You were trying to think of some ideas to talk about. You uh-huh. maybe thought about you talking about how you hate physical touch. Uh, you know, maybe there's some trauma there. <laughs> we talked about possibly talking about your relationship with all these scammers. <laughs> we could we could honestly have a whole separate episode on that. Oh, yeah. Um, but we sort of settled on the idea of sort of the differences that you've sort of seen in your relationships from Denmark versus your relationships that you've developed here in the U.S., maybe specific to dating. Is that correct? Yes. Maybe just to give some background, you, you lived in Denmark pretty much your whole life. How mm-hmm. long have you been in the U.S. now?
1: So I've been in the U.S. I moved here from when I was, when I was 18. I moved here um, for school and the American dream. And right. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, to marry an American man. Yeah, um,
0: which I'd like to preface, uh-huh. you don't actually need the green card because you were born on American soil. Yes. So for the listeners, she's not just looking for a green card. She's looking for love.
1: I'm looking for <laughs> Specifically love.
0: Specifically an American man. Though.
1: Yes, I'm like, <laughs> but not Scandinavian love. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I, I basically grew up. I lived in England for a bit, too, but I grew up in Denmark my whole life. Now I'm here. I've been here for the last, oh, what would that be? Since 2017. Yeah. And I...
0: So almost six, six... five years. Yeah. Coming on six years. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> it's long time.
0: I, I'm curious. What was your first sort of gut reaction or the feelings that you initially had when you landed here in Utah?
1: Just in general? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I grew up thinking... And believing that America was really the place to be. Like, why
0: Why do you think that is? Do they teach that in Danish school? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, they <laughs> definitely
0: don't. And I mean, your parents, one's from England, one's from Denmark. So uh-huh. why, where did this idea of America being the promised land, where did that come from?
1: It came from my dad, mostly. Okay. He's, he loves America. Um, he's He's Danish, yes. But I think... Secretly, he's, like, more American than Danish. Okay. Um, He loves America. He went to college here. He, um, I mean, didn't meet an American woman and marry her. He married my mom, who he met in Denmark. But um, he just... He wanted us to come to BYU and have the experience of of going to church with a bunch of people our age, right? Yeah. Because the church culture in Denmark is so small that you basically you You take the risk of marrying your cousin if you marry someone there, and so yeah.
0: you if kinda you're have trying to, leave. to marry within the church organization
1: exactly, yeah, so it was just it, it comes from my dad, he loves America, we celebrate Thanksgiving with the missionaries and <laughs> Halloween and haunted houses. I think we might be the only haunted house in Denmark, wow. and it's very lovely every year
0: <laughs> lovely there's a bit of, there's a bit of you know, resistance. I was going
1: to say pathetic, but I mean, <laughs> I don't want my family to hear that.
0: Right. And we hope they're listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hi, Dad. Um, I, I think that's curious. You know, you talked about how the church culture, being so small, you know, a very direct family. Does your family have a sort of a long history with the church in Denmark?
1: Um, I would say so. My grandparents. I think we're kind of both converts, or maybe my grandfather wasn't on oh, my dad's side. Anyway, so like, what am I? F- something generation d- like, member in that'd Denmark? Be, yeah, like
0: second gen or that'd yeah, like... second generation. Because if they converted, your parents would be like first gen. Oh. Full. Oh
1: yeah yeah. yeah. Members. Something like that. Something like
0: that. Yeah. yeah. So so did you go on a lot of dates with your cousins then? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did have a crush on my cousin once, and he was, like, my actual cousin, but that's because he was American. Anyways. Um, <laughs>
0: you have an actual cousin that's American. And I had a crush you're...
1: on him when I was, like, six.
0: Interesting. Was... Did you ever grow out of that, or is that still something No, 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 that? I grew out of it.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um,
0: but like, Hey, that's okay if you have crushes on your cousin. As a young <laughs> child. We all have, right?
1: I don't know if we have.
0: Um, maybe. Maybe. Maybe there's some listeners that have. <laughs>
1: Anyways, um, I, um, what was I going to say?
0: Just talking, I don't know, we were talking about your cousin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On him. Maybe growing <laughs> out of it, maybe not. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah, relationship with, like, if I've gone on dates with my cousins in Denmark. Well, like, I've gone to, like, youth dances. My cousins weren't there. Most of my cousins left Denmark. Okay. So, like, my actual cousins weren't there, but, like, they're all related. Like, it. it's all, like, the same families that kind of marry into each other's families in Denmark. Yeah. That's also generalizing a lot. And some people go out and they meet a Swede and they occasionally bring a Swede over. Right. Or a Will,
0: th- will they ever, will a Danish person ever go to, to Sweden? Or is it always a Swede going to Denmark?
1: That depends. We do have some Danes scattered around yeah. Scandinavia. Um, but it's mostly like the guys would... Find a Finnish girl at Festinor which is like the Scandinavian YSA-like event, event. yeah, conference yeah. for all Scandinavia. Maybe and I they'll should find go. You should, a lot of American <laughs> men do go, because who, like, that is the real American dream, to bring home a Scandinavian hottie. <laughs> um, and we are suckers for American men, so you should go.
0: I should. When, should. when is this held?
1: In the summer, every year.
0: In the summer. Yeah. So I missed this year, but next year I could potentially... Next year you
1: totally could go.
0: And I have to arrange plans, <laughs> look into some flights. Say
1: hi to all my cousins. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, no, I mean, sort of going back to this idea of, of meeting someone, bringing them, for you... How does that sort of differentiate from maybe your normal school friends or people that may not have that church culture? Did you see a, a big difference or
1: Ooh.
0: what did that look like?
1: That's a great question. Um I I think it's very, it's it was difficult. I didn't expect it to be difficult cuz I just mm. assumed the church culture is the same in Scandinavia and in Utah and which is it's not at all. Right. Because culture is different. Yeah. The church is the same. I'd like to say that the gospel is the same and Christ is the same in all languages. But right. the culture is way different. And so I, I mean, I grew up going to parties where they had alcohol there. Right. and How dare you? How I know. <laughs> and I had people would spill beer on me and I'd come home smelling like beer and smoke and my dad would be okay with it. Um, because he trusted me that I didn't do any of that.
0: Yeah. But... Do you wish maybe you had just a little bit? Just try it?
1: No. No? I'm okay with not. Because I didn't like the party. They were like... Because I'm going back to how I hate people touching me. It's very cramped. And people are touching, and they're sweaty, and they smell... They're not that funny. And... Right.
0: Not as funny as me, at least.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Um, and... I don't know. I just didn't like the loudness. It was like very overstimulating. And, anyways, but like, I feel like those experiences bringing them here and I go to parties here and they're just like not the same at all. Or, like, you go to your Ward Halloween party and you're like, oh my gosh, they're playing Twister. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And you secretly leave.
0: Right. That happened. So. With, without anyone, without, without telling anyone. anyone. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. It, I, I'm i curious. Obviously, you know, you had a lot of expectations. Coming to the U.S. to study, mm-hmm. you know, there's some church ties. Where were your expectations met and where did they fall short?
1: So, I grew... Most of my impression of America came from movies.
0: Okay. Which so, ones?
1: So, just like any American movie. I love watching movies. And so... Let's I'm just gonna throw out some names. Yeah. High school musical.
0: I, a classic. A classic. A, a classic in my household. We had a full door-sized poster of high school musical. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs> um and any movie that has tumbleweeds in it oh to signify it's kinda like deserty and no one's there. Yeah. And crickets. Yeah. You know, I listen to that and then that's where my expectations were met, because I remember my first tumbleweed, and it was in the parking lot of a Walmart in California, wow. and a tumbleweed just crossed the street, and I freaked out, <laughs> and I was like, no one told me these were real.
0: <laughs> you thought it was missed. I a,
1: thought they were fake. A fantasy. Yes, yeah. and I'm like, it's perfectly round, and it jumps exactly like in the movies. <laughs> Um, High School Musical is where my expectations kind of fell short because like (laughs) it was you expect like everyone knows everyone. You walk down the hall and people are like, oh my gosh, Naomi, hi. And I don't walk down the hall at BYU and people greet me, you know? Yeah. And I don't kind of want that either. And
0: I feel like you could get it if you wanted it.
1: I could. I could walk down the hall of, like, my ward and people would say hi.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, I, you got to think, I mean, a high school is, you know, maybe a thousand people. A college campus is, what, like 30,000? Yeah. So it's, it's unrealistic.
1: It is. It is. And
0: but everyone... May, maybe you wanted to sing and dance in the cafeteria.
1: Maybe I don't.
0: Oh. Yeah. Go.
1: Maybe. Let's just imagine for a second that I really don't want to do that. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I do, but... That doesn't mean I want to. And I don't know. College just... For me, college was also like, oh my gosh. Frat parties. Not that I thought I was going to go to frat parties.
0: <laughs> but you but thought they'd be I there. I thought
1: there'd be parties. And, and I don't know. People would ask you on a lot of dates. And guys would just ask you for your number. Or s- slide a note. <laughs> like, I don't know why I imagined someone sliding me a note saying, do you want to go out with me? Yes or no. Right. But... but that also did not happen. That, that
0: hasn't <laughs> happened. That has
1: not happened.
0: What if I were to tell you that does happen, but it's weird? <laughs> <laughs> like, then, weirdos do that.
1: But, like, has that happened to you? Has a girl slid a note to you? No.
0: I don't think I've ever been asked on a date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Hans. laughs> No, but I, I think you, you bring up a good point because I have a friend. I'm going to name him. Benjamin mm-hmm. Bowers. Love him. He's a listener. I know he is. And one time, he thought this girl was cute in his ward, and he left a note on her doorstep oh. saying, hey, I think you're cute. You should come to church activities more often or something like that. And I had to explain to him, that is creepy.
1: Was it anonymous, or did he have, a, have he his said, name? He said
0: Ben. But oh. there's, like, there's like four Bens that in the ward. Risky. That right? was risky. Right? And, like, and again, I absolutely love Benjamin Bowers. This is nothing against him. Mm. Um. And so for you, I mean, in my perspective, I feel like an American girl would find a note like that, really cheesy, corny, maybe a little creepy, a little weirded out, but that's sort of what you want, maybe.
1: I think because I did grow up watching all these guys ask out girls in movies, you know, in the cutest ways, (laughs) I just have the most unrealistic expectation of romance and just men in general. Sorry, everyone. And... (laughs) I think that would be super cute, you know? Yeah. And And I have a friend who did that in the library too, and maybe she thought that was creepy, but when he told me the story, I was like, I would die if someone did that to me, you know?
0: Right. Of happiness.
1: Of happiness, oh of course.
0: (laughs) And and so that doesn't happen in Denmark. Oh no. Right? It It, could. It
1: does. Relationships are work differently in Denmark. How so? Well, it's more like you kind of hang out as a group like and then you kind of like each other and then oh my gosh do you like like him I'm like yeah I do (laughs) and then they find out if he like likes you right? you know it's like really 6th grade I I don't know I've never dated as an adult in Denmark I never dated as a teen either (laughs) I never dated (laughs) let's just get that out there (laughs) So I'm not very credible. Even with your cousins. (laughs) Um, But like they hang out, they figure out if they like each other and then they hang out and then I don't know, they kind of hold hands eventually and then they kiss eventually and then they make it official and they go on dates or more like they hang out, make it official, then hold hands and kiss and then go on
0: dates. Right. But
1: dates aren't really a thing to get to know someone.
0: Right. That's interesting. But I feel like at least in modern society, I feel like that happens a lot more here in Utah. Probably.
1: It yeah. really
0: does. And then maybe you're just not in a good friend group where you can meet friends.
1: Or they all <laughs> friend zone meet immediately.
0: That's possible too. Shout that's out. Too. <laughs> Shout out. Would you like to name them by name? No. <laughs> They're not a listener. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so I think that's interesting. You sort of have this missed expectation, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Now I'm curious in terms of relationship building maybe outside of the dating world right where do you see some key differences between american and danish culture
1: um there's a i think there's a huge difference in the way people interact with each other, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I think there's they're more genuine in Denmark. Also, I've been okay. in Utah. I spent, like, two weeks in California, also in church culture. Right. But I've been in Utah, and I've also been... I lived a year and a half in New Mexico for my mission. Right. But Utah is where I base all of my American knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is really shallow of Which me, is not good. It's very, is good. very
0: limited. <laughs>
1: yes. But so comparing... Utah to Denmark. In Denmark, we're much more genuine. Hmm. Like I feel like I just grew up being really bold and just speaking my mind. Yeah. And being more direct and communicating much better. When in when in Utah, you go to Costco. This was my experience going to Costco <laughs> for the first time, and the cashier was like, <clears throat> "He's like, how are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm doing great." And I read his name tag. Jeremy, how are you, Jeremy? And he was like, I'm okay. <laughs> and he didn't expect it back, but, like, that's kind of the the interactions that I feel like are mostly happening here in Utah is where it's like, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, and then that's it, you know? Right. But if, in Denmark, if someone asked me how I was doing, I would probably answer, like, I'm not doing too good right now, but, you know, making it through, and yeah. how are you? And they're like, actually, I'm doing okay today. And... I answer, I give genuine answers most of the time when people ask how I'm doing. Right. You asked me today before this, and I said, I'm okay, because I'm okay and not good, but I'm okay. Um, So that's kind of like a huge key difference
0: is being genuine. genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, is that something that's important to you? That genuine factor?
1: Oh, horribly important.
0: So then what... What's if you're looking for, you know, your American boy, dream boy? Uh huh. That's important, right?
1: Yes, it's just important to like communicate. Like, communication is like the key to any good relationship with literally yes. anyone, right? And so, being able to communicate your thoughts properly and your feelings and your interest, if like I'm dating someone and they can't communicate their interest to me, I Cut them off.
0: Yeah. And I'm like,
1: that's, I can't use that for anything.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's why you love talking to scammers so much is that (laughs) they're always willing to communicate.
1: I think so because they're all, because they're, none of them are like American. And so they're all like, I asked them directly, what do you want from me? They say, I want to be your friend and I want to send you gospel publication. And I'm like, that's fair. Okay. I know your intentions. And then I'm like, I can be your friend. And sometimes I ask them, like, what do you want in me as a friend? They're like, I just want to talk. And I'm like, that's fine. I can text you occasionally. Yeah. um, As long as they don't, like, video chat me (laughs) or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, we're running low here on time. But I do want to get to a point where, you know, there's a sense of vulnerability. For you in your time in America or maybe in in Denmark, what has sort of been a defining moment of sorrow or hardship that has really helped build maybe relationships in a positive or negative way?
1: Um, I think... That's a great question. Just recently, like before the summer, I was super depressed. I had a lot of anxiety and I was super lonely. And I used... I went to America hating Denmark. Hmm. I think the relationship with america grew or got kind of destroyed when i remembered how much i loved denmark. and so i went back to denmark for the summer and realized that is who i am. i am danish. i'm trying to be american. i'm trying to conform to the culture and all these norms, but secretly, not secretly, i am danish. and so the hardest part was just i think going back to denmark and realizing that america's Probably not the place for me, even though I grew up worshiping
0: America. Yeah, and and as a result, you know, you see yourself returning to Europe, maybe mm-hmm. to Denmark, maybe to England. I I think that's interesting because you've been able to experience where you feel at home and where you feel comfortable,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and there's security in that. Uh, we are out of time today, listeners. For the fo- for all the listeners, hopefully, you know, if this episode does well. We can bring Naomi back for a follow up <laughs> around two on all the African and Pakistani scammers um but it, 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 in terms of a bit of closing words, uh, where can the followers reach out connect with you
1: um yeah they can I hear often that my Instagram stories are fire. <laughs> Um, you can also find me on Hinge and Mutual until I delete it. <laughs> um, but go follow me on Instagram at Naomi underscore Hall, and you'll find me, and I'm super hot.
0: Yeah, awesome. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Well, well, thank you, Naomi, and thank you to the listeners, and make sure you you share this, this, this episode, you leave a review, all the good stuff, and we will catch you next time.